All right, ladies and gentlemen. Back I'm at pumped. it again. Back at it Back again. At it again. Dude, I am pumped slash stressed. 48 pumped. minutes away. 48, 48 minutes. minutes away. So this episode is called Down the Aisle because last time we talked about bridesmaid never the bride because damn fuck dude, la is so close to always those rings dude and i trust me i've spent too many sad days that super bowl think about it every other day at least twice a day <laughs> dude, at least twice a day at least twice a day two as world much series as, as much as as much as i check my fantasy league and my fantasy team that's when i think about that super bowl <laughs> uh dude those two world series yeah it's probably the same schedule they just remind me of each other so that's what i mean this episode, this episode's called like walking down the aisle because damn, I'm just so close to you. At least finding so close to the championship ring. And I know with the Lakers, it's a little bit different. And um, a lot of franchises would say like, "Oh, it's only been ten years, bitch." It's been feeling like a long time. Um, like especially for the like of quote unquote Lakers standards, right? But just even like where they come from, because trust me. After the first game, right, we talked about a little bit after the first game, and I did a little contemplating. I was like, damn, I remember they put out Robert Soccer, Ryan Kelly, fucking fuck, someone they probably picked up outside Staples Center, and I was like, bro, they got some hidden gems. Just watch. And <laughs> nope, because this is the first playoff appearance in eight years, and I don't know. I'm just, like, super pumped and super excited. Um, well, is it on, on, on a note to that? Let, let's like you know, let's break it down. This is probably the only actual like rebuild without really being a rebuilt because almost every other franchise goes through it. They legit say we're gonna tear it down and we're gonna go into rebuild mode. Look trust at Boston, the process, trust the, yeah, process. trust the process, and all this. The Lakers never admitted that, which I think maybe they should have. and Maybe that process wouldn't have been seven, eight years. Yeah, I think or it was whatever it is. But but I mean, when you had Kobe, you can. Yeah, it was awkward. Really it was awkward. Yeah, it, you couldn't. You couldn't be like, "Hey, dude, we're gonna trade Kobe because we want to accept this rebuild or whatever, whatever it is." Like we talked about this in previous episodes. Um, they stumbled upon the seven pick and picking up Randall, and they stumbled upon. The number two pick, and then the number two pick again, and it was just like, damn, and like, all, yeah, who and all cares those, how you got here? You got here, yeah, and all those and picks this is where you're at been now. given up, yeah, and all those picks that yeah. you've been given up because of whatever Steve Nash trade in 2010. They're still trying to pay off that debt. Yeah, Steve Nash trade, the whole trade that they wanted, they want when they wanted to sign. This is what I slash kind of hate about. Laker fans or other people that aren't really actually like they don't have the knowledge. Yeah, they don't have or they don't have the knowledge about it. They they all want to talk shit about oh, see, this is why we shouldn't have signed Carmelo. This is why we didn't sign Carmelo Anthony. This is why we didn't sign Lamarcus Aldridge. Like this is why because we knew we knew. And I was like, no, dude. Like at at a certain point, nobody wanted to come here. And that was that was it. Like they were just like, nah. Like it just doesn't make sense for me to go there. Yeah, and, it doesn't. And that's the truth. That was the truth. Now you have LeBron. It's gonna probably be a franchise destination. Um, for whatever reasons, I still think it was basketball and 
off the court, off the court things that LeBron decided to come to LA. Oh, for like sure. A big thing has to do with his son going to what Jay Sarah or a C- uh, wherever Sierra, he, whatever, whatever Sierra super Canyon fancy school. Yeah, Sierra. whatever. Yeah, to go to go play with Dwayne Wade's kid and I think Kenyon Martin's kid or something like that. They have no a names. super team in high school. Like, <laughs> dude, that has a huge that has so, a huge impact in it. Yeah, not wrong. And I, you know me, I'm like probably one of the diehard Lakers fans. But I'm also like, hey, I'll tell you, super. This is why I honestly think this is one of the best sports podcasts out there because um, I've listened to some of the other ones and I'm like okay dude like I can tell you when you're being a homer this is, isn't really a homer podcast because po- uh, LeBron James I'd be the first one super stoked super happy I got his jersey fucking probably slept on it the first night I got it right um, <laughs> <laughs> but like he didn't come here because dude, oh, the Lakers were set up for success he, no he didn't like he had other things that going on right so it was just kind of luck of the draw did he do the Cavs a Space little jam. bit dirty a little bit because it was kind of like dude he was dating the Cavs on and off like oh yeah I'll give you a year here I'll give you a year and then he just committed four years to the Lakers out of nowhere right um but yeah, Carmelo three, Anthony. Three and an option. Yeah, three, three and an option. option. Carmelo Anthony, Lamarcus Aldridge, any anybody else? Because apparently Timothy Mozgov was the only one left with Luol Deng to oh, sign in 2013-14, whatever it was. So like, you just couldn't get anyone to come here. You couldn't get these premier players to come here because they didn't want to. And honestly, it was. I don't think it was because it was like what you said we didn't know what we're doing. The Lakers didn't know what they were doing. Are we rebuilding? Well, we're not rebuilding because we have Kobe, but then you also have a bunch of draft picks. And if you tank, then you keep the draft picks, but you're not trying to tank, but you kind of do it on purpose because you suck so much. Like it was just like whole it, it, mess of things. Bad. It was bad when LaMarcus Aldridge said, like, I'm going to get a second meeting because the first meeting wasn't even about basketball. Yeah, and like, then that's how bad it was. Where it's like, dude, they're trying to sell LA on a guy who has played in Portland. Portland. <laughs> this guy is not like a superstar. It, he's not a superstar guy. He's not about glamour. So it's like, dude, not even he was like a on on somebody who doesn't care. Yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge, and I thought like, oh, going him going to uh, the Spurs makes sense. Like, who wouldn't want to play for Pop? Um, but then it also like so he kind of reminded you of Tim Tim Duncan. Like yeah, he's was, like a Tim Duncan 2.0. Like, like, has, like, has he spoken? I'm like, I don't even know. Um, does, he yeah, have a, he, does, he have, does he have a fucking three-inch vertical? Yeah. <laughs> just like Tim Duncan. Like, dude, it's like it just made too much sense. And it it just, just made like, too much sense. They were so, just trying to grab anybody. Like, at that point in those years, they were just literally like, hey, who's the big name we can grab? Let's go grab him. Let's go figure it out. Yeah, and I know everybody cheered. Like, everybody cheered when they hired – Magic Johnson as president, and I was, I was like, oh, dude, I was kind of like, oh my god, like, what, like, hasn't he not done good everywhere he's gone, um, not done well, and of course he didn't do well, and we kind of call, like, we called it, and it was just kind of like shady, and of course everybody just started like we talked about this again, like, listen to the previous podcast, we were just recapping it, how it's just magic, it's just magic, That's it's just magic, and everybody shit. like cheered him on as he was like. I'm not going to be here no more. (laughs) So anyway, the whole long story short is just, dude, it just feels like like a long way has come from this 
franchise and like honestly i would admit it's just the luck of you are in los angeles you have a history you are like uh nobody wants to admit it but like, hey you were making two ugly colors look good together because of the winning traditions that you have established because of the yeah. players you have had um because you go all in and for some reason you get the superstar centers you get the super superstar seven feet tall guys that just excel because oh i want to live in those histories except everyone and i granted it took dwight howard two stints to be good with the lakers yeah. but hey he's there so anyway like yeah so it's just a long story short long long way where they came from um still kind of don't believe it i mean got a little tearful first one that's I was why like, that's why like in a sense Eight, eight, what is it? Seven years that they didn't they miss the playoffs. Eight years, ten years say, since yeah. the championship, right? Yeah, ten years. And twenty ten was the last championship. So, in order, ten years is a long time. Just because we, I mean, what we grew up with was, you know, when we were pretty young, it was a two thousand three P, and then we get the the Kobe three, three times to to two to championships, three went, finals. Yeah, three finals, two chips, like, and it's like, dude, like. We get used to that. We're like, oh, this is how it's gonna be. This, and they've always said this: it's the Laker way. It's the Laker way. It's the Laker way. You know, they lost their way in the sense of that whole trade where they got rid of Lamar Odom and that whole thing of just breaking it up and you know not being able to rebuild or retool the right way. Um, obviously, when you get LeBron, even at thirty-five. Is still the best player in yes. the game. Um, and I would say, um, like, like and I don't know. It was weird. It was, like, everything. I will give LeBron management. props. I would, no, here's the thing. And, again, I am not a Laker hater. But I will be a, I will be the one that will bring you back to ground. And I'm bringing you back to the ground in the sense that the Lakers did look out in the sense that they had that break. The four month break, the four month of that that basketball basketball season does not finish it. It got compacted, and you had what two three months? What was it? Three four months? Like no basketball. Now you go into Orlando where there's no travel. Like granted, yes, I understand. Like if if the Lakers play in Staples, they have a huge advantage, and anywhere else they play, they they pack out the house no matter where they go. It's almost a home game everywhere in the arena. But the fact of having a 35-year-old superstar and having no travel, no back-to-back, no nothing like that, that has some play into it where he can be completely focused on just basketball. Well, I And think- that helps them out a lot because it's <laughs> LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and just how Charles Barkley said, just a bunch of guys. So you don't you're telling me that you don't trust J.R. Smith with the LA nightlife? Whoa, <laughs> dude. You know what J.R. Smith's gonna do? Quarantine or not, J.R. Smith is gonna take off his shirt, they're gonna win the championship, and J.R. Smith is gonna throw a sick ass fucking party in LA. So I put money on that, dude. I, I do think they do think this bubble idea and this break, whether like obviously it was out of control of everybody's it helped and hurt. All teams, right? Like everybody got to rest up. I mean, Portland got their whole team back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, hold on. 
hold on, let me stop you there. By no means am I saying this is gonna be an asterisk and this is not a, a great championship, nothing like that. I'm not saying that everybody played on the on the same the same playing field. Nobody can complain, nobody can say anything that like you just said Portland got healthy, like no, I was, yeah, Portland I, was supposed to not even make the playoffs. And yeah, and then they got to the second round. Like, come on, dude. Like, it, it's it's just the joke of the law. 2020, that's what it is. And if you think about it, not trying to, like, close the window on the Lakers, but they have to retool really, really big time next year. Okay, so, Trembi, I got – what I'm really good at is being a GM. So, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so we can get we can get into how the Lakers get back to it in a bit, but let's break down these games um, because I'm not gonna lie to you. When I saw the Heat beat Boston, I was like, "Shit!" I'm like, I would much rather face Boston if I was the Lakers in terms of like that's yeah. just even though you can argue they're more talented, they're not as scrappy and they're not as like. They don't have that dogs much confidence. On that team. Yeah, they don't have, they don't that have much dogs confidence. on that team. Dude, dude, Marcus Smart just barks. Yeah, he's like a little thicker Pat Beverly. But dude, Marcus Smart is like the guy that you like. He's in the talk all game, and you're gonna be like, dude, just let him shoot. He's gonna go like 0 for 7 right now on threes. Like, just let him do it himself. He's don't even worry about it. Just let him do it. He's gonna do some knuckle. <laughs> no, I, I he's gonna totally... do some knucklehead things, and he's gonna do it himself. I totally I agree. I do believe. I do believe Miami is one piece away. Oh, for sure. From running the fucking East. Running the East like a motherfucker. So, for sure, like we talked about, like, dude, and the great, like we talked about heat culture and everything else, and just Jimmy Butler is kind of just heat culture himself. Um, But, like I was mentioning, dude, I got my anxiety level went a little up. I'm like, oh, shit, my work. Like, when... The Lakers went like whatever three and five in the pre- preseason seeding games, whatever you want to call it. I was like, hey, I'm fucking chill, right? Whatever. They lost the first game, chill. Not worried about Houston, right? Not even de- like it was like just calm. But once they faced the Heat, I'm like, shit, my anxiety level went from like six, seven, dude. After they won the first coat two games, I'm like, well, they're gonna get one. Like it's just, dude, I, I'm gonna. You can put Jimmy Butler and the rest of the Heat on a light detector test if you're like, are you gonna win? Not even the Bucks, game, yeah. the, the the series. He's like, yeah, like we're gonna come back, like, and they they honestly believe in. That's what I mean. Like these are dogs, and man, they're just so good. So, I mean, the Lakers are up three one. We're gonna get this podcast out before the for the fifth game, and then we'll have either finals review or preview the game six this weekend. Um, depending how things go. I mean, everybody's already kind of planning the parade. I'm more on the, like, bitch. Like, fucking let's hold your horses. Um, yeah, I, I think here, here's the thing. Like, I'm just After naturally a warrior. Three, and, like, I'm yeah. naturally a warrior, so I'm like, dude, like, let's not fucking – don't count all your eggs before you get them. Um, yeah, before they hatch. That's the biggest thing. Don't, cut, don't, count, don't count your che- cheeks or – Chips, <laughs> chips. The the bottom line is that the Lakers they're winning, but they're not looking good. Um. So I I wouldn't say they're not looking good. I would say they're winning based off talent, but 
the competitive level is the same between like the Heat and the Lakers. Like, dude, they're just the games are way closer than everybody, a lot of people think. And be, just because the Lakers are like, you can argue like they have the top two people, right? And the rest you can say however it, it's probably the next four, or five are going to be Heat players. But at the end of the day, like you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, so like, they're just at the end of the day, they're winning a lot on talent um, alone. Dude, and should, okay, like injuries happen. Injuries happen. You can you can only play the team in front of you. There's no asterisk on any championship, regardless of whatever. Like people complain, like oh, Warriors got injured, so Shut Toronto Raptors up. have uh, an asterisk. Shut uh, the fuck up, right? Because if you, that and, was the case, LeBron, LeBron would have won the first one against. Yeah, the you know what I mean. Like, like you only Come play on. the team in front of you. So there's, an, I don't yeah. think there's ever an asterisk on any team or whatever. But I mean, the the key are down two of two key players, and even like Bam can play, and that's what I mean. Like they're dogs, and they're gonna just be out there and put it all out, like everything on the line, and die for loose balls with like whatever bam i think he got his shoulder hurt a broken neck and shit yeah <laughs> but that's broken what i mean like, like you can like they honestly believe they're gonna win i'm like shit so I, I think this is this is a great lesson for many people just to think about it and and view it this way and this is how i view it the lakers are the talent but the heat are the hard work yeah like it's where just... you see these guys that are obviously less talented but they're like dude fuck that we're gonna work and we're gonna work and we're gonna work there's no reason like everybody wants to look at the the bottom end stat lines of anthony davis dude anthony davis was a non-factor for three quarters this mm-hmm. last game um yeah eh. like he, was he, he showed up he showed up towards four i mean it's just kind of like but it's also just kind of like you have a seven foot guy that can kind of shoot. So he just takes up space, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like he just causes a distraction. My my thing is that dude, Anthony Davis should be literally like, he should be getting, he should be 10 and 10 by halftime. I I really hope anybody that's seven feet tall should get 10. There's no, like, absolutely. Like, just think about this. Like try to get two rebounds per quarter or per half. (laughs) Or dude, just, Per five possessions, like just chase the ball two times. The other two times, they're gonna hit you in the face. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yep, yeah. And then just drive. Like you cannot tell me that Jimmy Butler, Crowder, all these other guys are gonna stop you from getting to the basket. Like I get it, Jimmy Butler's strong, but it's like, dude, make a move. Stop taking jump shots. Get to the basket. I mean, everybody was saying, oh, after game three, oh, yeah, Anthony Davis is going to come back and have this killer game, killer game. I'm like, dude, no. Like, Anthony Davis is not an alpha. Like, he's not. I think it's, a, like, a, a learned process. Like, it, you see it in a lot of sports. It's a learned process of, like, you have to learn how to take that ownership. You know what I mean? And we, I've, I've seen it, like, in sports. We've seen it with Shaq and Kobe. We're like, I mean, Kobe was ready to take it, but, like, hey, you got to slow down. Um, so I just that, that kind of thing. No, um, not, I, don't, not, see, I don't think so because look, Anthony Davis had enough time to learn that shit in fucking the Pelicans. I granted right now he should be having the power struggle against LeBron, being like, Hey, you're the GOAT, but it's like, dude, I'm right behind you. Like on the skill level, I might be better than you. Like on just pure spill pure skill level, like. That's what you're saying about the comparison about Kobe and Shaq. 
There was no question Shaq was the most dominant player in the early 2000s. Kobe was a great guard, maybe top 10 when they were winning championships, maybe top five, right? Yeah, I'm not too five. great. Like, the top five, right? Let's just say top five. I, I, I was little. I was little. I was little. I was little, you know? <laughs> I was still playing with my fucking little carritos. I was little. But you're talking about, top, let's just say top five, right? Let's just say five. Top five, shooting card. But, dude, Kobe, if you would ask Kobe in those moments, Kobe was like, I'm taking the fucking last shot. It's my fucking No, team. he has. I'm taking has. this. Like, he he was, he was had that mentality already. So, it's like, don't give me that whole thing of, hey, he has to learn that. When it's like, dude, you spent, what, seven years with the Pelicans already where you were the number one guy? And, so, dude, like, at some point, dude, at some point, it's going to be like, hey, dude, like, figure this shit out, man. Like, so everybody talk about... talks about how great you are. But you're not doing it. Yeah, I think I think so. It, so it's just a lot of like what we talk about in regards to like, hey, sometimes it's just where you land. And this isn't just like sports or like, hey, what franchise draft do like you can also apply it to like fucking normal people of like who where do you go? Like what what job do you land? What school do you end up to? And like a lot of it is luck of like, hey, maybe that's a great fit for you, and maybe it's not a great fit for you, and they don't help you hone your skills, right? You you're still very raw and regardless of like whether you're working school, whatever it is. Um, and maybe it's kind of that kind of thing. Like, bro, like, let's, I'm just going to go out on the limb and just say the New Orleans Pelicans are not a top tier manageable franchise. <laughs> okay, I can agree on that. We, so, we can agree on that. So that's what I mean. Like, maybe it's not a, and I think it's a lot of, like, I do agree with you in terms of like, hey, maybe he needs to step it up because there's a lot of, like, backstory of, like, him and Nike and wanting their own shoe, but it's not working out, and Giannis got a shoe instead. You know what I mean? It's just a lot of shit, like, like dude, if you want it, you got to go get it at a certain point. Um, dude, this is what I would tell Anthony Davis. What is your job? To be a basketball player, right? To be a basketball player. When you came out of Kentucky, everybody's like, holy shit, he's the next great player he's seven feet tall shoots does everything great right yeah, yeah okay great so you've put up these stats about being you know great or whatever so if you're not taking the next step how do you want people to give you this shit i mean and yeah like that's and it's like, i don't know we can go to a, you're, you're, like a and you number one Talk yeah, later. but your number, your number one, your number one worry should be like, I'm gonna be, without question, the best player, ever, or the best player out there. Like, you cannot tell me that the leaps that Giannis has been taking, are unachievable because he's taking them. The leaps that Anthony Davis has been taking, they haven't been that great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess because he was right, like. Yeah, he I was guess... built already in Kentucky. He was already built. He was a he was a top pick. He was already built. Dude, Giannis was got, got drafted because he was a freakishly athletic tall guy. Tall guy. He was just like <laughs> it doing helps. everything. It helps sometimes. Um... Yeah, and then the leap, like it, that's a legit, like legit view. Like the leaps that Giannis has taken to become the player he is now, is crazy. And it's no match to Anthony Davis, which is no knock on Davis. Davis is just great. He's more, you know, polished as a player. But it's like, dude, like, 
you know you can take it to another level. Why not take it to another level every single night? It's like one, I mean, that's one easier, you know what I mean? It's said than done. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But it's like, dude, don't give me the 40. Just give me the 25, 30 every game. Yeah. The don't give me the 40. Don't give me the 40. And then another day, give me an eight with two rebounds. Like, bro. So that's Rondo's out rebounding you, bro. Come on. <laughs> so, I mean, that's 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 what I would say. Like, the biggest knock on Anthony Davis is to be honest. To be honest, it's just like, it is frustrating because you're like, dude, just. You're seven feet tall. Grab the re- like. I don't know. I can't. Like you're not five nine. You know. Like I, okay. So like I would agree that guards are easier to get, like, to be able to hide or to be able to like get um get away from from basketball and be like away from the play and kind of disappear in a couple minutes in a, in a game. You know, like in a sequence. But when you're seven feet tall and it's like, dude, you're around the basket. They're shooting. You're probably setting picks. Like, there's no way that you should not be involved in 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 half of these plays, and more than half of these plays. Like, I don't know, but I mean, like, if I had Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the same team, and I was coaching them, I would be like, "Yo, if you guys have an offensive possession and these two guys don't touch the ball, I'm taking all you guys out." <laughs> I mean, like, I think I want to say that's a plan. Like I can't believe that not, that's not the plan. Everybody like two and three, like twenty three and three. Yeah, touch, give them the ball. You know, <laughs> maybe have them set a pick and roll between them. You know, like <laughs> get out of the way. Like, just um, fucking get out of the way. So all right. So to wrap up our basketball and our little NBA fucking Laker history preview review, um, we'll hit it from both sides. What did the Lakers have to do to clinch it? And then what does Miami have to do to play on Sunday? Because I would say, so I'll give you some time to think about it. The Lakers have to do, uh, what, what Miami has to do to fucking extend it is what they did game three. It's like, you got to get these guys in foul trouble. Anthony Davis, you got to, like, Jimmy Butler, um, Jay Crowder, like, just when you can put the ball on the floor and go to the hoop, you do it. Like, because um, you can honestly, like, hey, you can't catch a rebound if you're not on the court. And, like, and we've seen Vogel take that chance and, like, fucking goal. Like, you grab the other fourth foul, you're fucked in the second quarter. Yeah. Um, that's what I would say that Miami Heat need to do to win. Um, I'm not going to say effort because they don't lack any of it. And I believe what the Lakers need to do is kind of what they've been doing before, dude. Just maybe don't start Danny Green. <laughs> don't start Danny Green and fucking start someone else or change it up I mean I know you have you're up 3-1 but this is the time to like like LeBron would say like don't it's not it's not done yet job's not done yet and Danny Green like hey maybe if you're not putting up 100 shots by 8 a.m on Friday morning you're gonna start on the bench and watch uh KCP do some shots you know what I mean like okay, so what the Heat need to do, obviously, just I fucking keep doing what they're doing. Like honestly, every single game has been close. Where I mean, with the exception of the first game, but two, three, and four, like they've been close, and it's just uncertain. I think this last game, Jimmy Butler got a little too passive, and should have attacked more and try to get his own shot. Maybe he was feeling it. I don't know, but. They just need to keep doing what they're doing. 
grind it out, grind it out. Ideally, if they get, you know, Anthony Davis in foul trouble, great. And then um, LeBron as well. But those are, they're just going to keep those two, uh, those two guys checked. Keep those two guys checked. And, you know, this last game, KCP, you know, got like, what, 15, 17 points off the bench or whatever, or started or whatever. And that helped them. Rondo, honestly, like, he just needs to come out, punch him in the mouth, and, you know, hopefully the Lakers fold and they play on Sunday. I honestly think the Heat win this next game. They push it to six and they play Sunday. Um, I still think the Lakers are going to win it in six or seven. Um, but I think they put, the Heat push it to six. I mean, on I the just... Lakers side, yeah, on the Lakers side, to close this out, do you see how everybody knocks LeBron about not having the killer instinct and all this? Yeah. This is where LeBron needs to just shut up. Just shut up. And, like, every single interview, oh, job's not done, job's not done. Like, honestly, like, dude, he's trying to mimic Kobe way too fucking much. <laughs> way too much. Just shut Like, just, dude, just, it's too much. Like, oh, job's not done, job's not done. Dude, you really think LeBron didn't know about that? Or, like, his camp did not know about that? Le- LeBron is the biggest manipulator ever. And I like LeBron, but the fact that he knows that everything is surrounded by him and what he says in his camp, dude, he is a huge manipulator. And every single game, oh, job's not done, job's not done, job's not done. Like, the only way, like, this gets clinched is, dude, just shut up. Next game, come out, dominate the first quarter. Dominate, like, dominate. I see, I I None of this... None of this, like, oh, I'm going to get Anthony Davis involved. No, dude, go for fucking 20 in the first quarter. Yourself. I actually just, like that. Fucking, I like that a lot. I'm like, just. I like, and I'm taking, and taking your, taking your, um, your thought as well. I would sit Danny Green and I would start Rondo. <laughs> start Rondo. How I wouldn't start Rondo. Guard? I wouldn't start, I wouldn't start Rondo just for the sake of like, you just need another ball handler to when LeBron James is off, you know what I mean? Like, that's just the sole reason I wouldn't start. Like, not that he's not playing great. Bro, obviously, if LeBron, goes, if LeBron should... goes off for 25 in the first quarter, you don't need anybody else. Fuck <laughs> <it>. <laughs> like, but I do like that idea of, like, just LeBron, like, do you just – I don't want to see talk. a triple-double. I just want to see it, points. <laughs> yeah, like, if you, to me, if you're going to mimic Kobe so much, go do a Kobe – go have a Kobe game. Go have a fucking Kobe game. Go for fucking 50 and, like, three rebounds and, like, zero assists. <laughs> like, go have a Kobe game. Like, Hey, we've seen that. Mimic, they work. They work. They work. They fucking work, dude. <laughs> Got them five fucking rings. <laughs> to me, what, like, what bothers me is, like, like people don't see it and they're, like, they want, like, they want to compare it and they're, like, oh, look how LeBron is. He's embracing this. He's embracing Kobe. I'm, like, dude, like, it was horrible what happened. He passed away and everything. But it's just like, dude, just let it be. Like, there should be no reason why he should be bringing this shit up every post conference, every fucking interview. Like, dude, I mean, like it's not like he got a tattoo like, just, of it, like, <laughs> dude. It, but to me, it's just like, it's just like, dude, like, just shut up and play. Don't bring it up. And then it's like, dude, like, we all know what this means for, like, LA, 
and the Laker franchise. It does. It doesn't like you don't have to remind us of shit. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. All right, we're gonna move like, on because I'm getting kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, well, that's, I'm getting a little sad. Um, that's, that's exactly what I mean because it's like, dude, like you're great and everything, and you're a great player and everything, and you get one ring. To me, you're still not a fucking Laker great. That's one ring. So bro. that that'll be that'll be his knock. I mean, I mean, like you, you're Paul not Gasol deserves great. his fucking. Paul oh, Gasol hell, deserves his. One hundred percent. Paul Gasol before I go LeBron James. He's a great player. He's gonna be arguably top three when he's done and finished. Maybe arguably top one and two, or one and two. Him and Jordan, whatever. But Kareem. don't come at me with, or yeah, three with Kareem. You know. Fuck, we want to go Bill Russell for <laughs> <laughs> like you know, don't come at, but don't come at me with oh, he's a Laker gray. He's no, no, yeah. he's not, dude. He's a great player. And like I said, I am not a Laker hater at the same time. I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not gonna, I'm not a huge Laker fan either. I'm just like a realistic on the fact of, dude, you have more history in Cleveland, you have more history in Miami. Like, don't one championship is not gonna get you, like, it, yeah, it's gonna get you probably a fucking. Your jersey retired just because of your rings in the Hall of Fame, and if they want to keep that, but you ain't getting that statue, bro. Uh, I mean, one might not, but maybe multiple. He still has two more, two more years. So we're moving on before I get a little teary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kobe talk. Uh, KB. KB. Uh. So, uh, us real, real ones know who it's for, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Rams Sunday. I, this is what I realized. Another slow start. Little fucking got a little slapped around in the first half. Slow start, whatever. Oh. But ugly win is a win is a win is a win, right? Mm-hmm. They won. Uh, not their best game against the Giants, and it was like everybody's like, "Fuck." Rams were minus thirty. I'm like, "Fuck it, I'll take it." Uh, didn't work out so well. Right, uh, they got 17. It was a 17 9 game with a late touchdown at the end. But at the end of the day, dude, I like it. You need these ugly wins, you need to show that hey, when things are not going your way against a subpar team for some reason you like to play down to, you need to grind it out and show like hey, we can do a drive to get points with that would say, cause enough separation. I, I believe that this game was one of those games where it, it was it was supposed to be a trap game in my eyes. It was supposed to be a trap game. But also, it's one of those games where McVay probably doesn't want to unleash everything. Probably doesn't want to unleash the whole playbook. Why? Because it's an o- paper, it was an 0-3 team. You're supposed to win this game. And it's like, maybe they do get punched in the mouth and they're like, oh, shit. But in a sense, it's kind of more of like, hey, you know what? We're going to stick to basics. We're going to run the ball, play the clock, and, you know, just keep grinding and keep grinding. Because when you open the playbook and you open up everything and you just put up 50 on a team, it's like, dude, you just gave film to the rest of the league. Yeah. And maybe I'm just being like a homer right now, and I'm just trying to look on the bright side. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure McVay and Golf and that whole offense on that side was like, like they were all like, dude, like they get closer, we're gonna open this shit up, and we're just gonna sling the ball left and right. I I think it's more of that side, and again, like fucking, 
I guess this is the Homer Homer section of the podcast. It doesn't really yeah, happen. Right? We have to have one. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, like, hey, we're keeping we're, we don't mind keeping this close. It's at home. Um, I fucking put my defense against their offense any day. Yep. You keep a team under ten points, good chance that you're gonna win. Like, and then like you said, like, hey, we just when we need to put a drive together, we'll put the drive together, but we'll just play. And you can kind of see this because Daryl Henderson wasn't super involved after like fucking killing it, right? Um, scoring a touchdown with the, against the Bills. But like I said, like these are the games you need to show that you can uh, fucking win. And I've seen this before because I've seen this with other teams, mainly the Seahawks who show, who like, honestly, 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 the Seahawks do not have a great team, but Russell Wilson just keeps them in. Russell Wilson just cooks, dude. He just cooks. He keeps them they, in. They don't, have he, a, they don't have a great defense. They don't have a great defense, and they just, he just cooks, and he keeps them in, and you can see this because they, last year, they had a their win differentiation, uh, not different, differential, was very low. Like, Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, like they, <laughs> their win, like how many by how many points they won was very low. So that means you're winning those ugly games. You're not blowing. Yeah, they were they were in close games. Yeah, and yeah, they're they were in close games, and they won them. They got the roll, and it helps when you have a top two, three quarterback in the league, which is great. Like I, I brought it up earlier, and we kind of missed it on the group chat, like this whole thing about media making a huge deal about. All Russell Wilson put a touchdown drive with his headset out and this and that. Bro, he's been in the league 10 years. He's gone to two Super Bowls. He's won one. He was on the verge of winning two. Like, he's been with the same coach, same offense, 10 years. Do you really think Pete Carroll cares? Do you really think Pete Carroll is worried about, hey, his headset's out? This dude has been cooking the league. Like, to me, that's like a, such a non-story because it's like, dude, this guy knows what he's doing, dude. Like, it's he's a veteran. He's not a kid. Like, that would be more impressive if you're talking about Joe Burrow or like fucking even Dak Prescott, like somebody that's like, like oh, not at the elite level, but like, dude, it's Russell fucking Wilson. Yeah, like, so I'm not sure. And like he says, like uh, he prefers the wins, and this is what the point is. Like he prefers the wins over the MVP MVP votes. I'm like kind of over MVP because I realized I don't got to vote. I know who. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. And like, if you ask any like fucking competitors, they're like, I don't really care about, like, it's nice to have on your bookshelf. But at the end of the day, what's really nicer? A fucking ring on your finger. Um, Super Bowl ring. Yeah. So, so I think I'm branching up, right? Rams won this gritty game against Daniel Jones and the Giants. And, Nah, I mean, this is what I realized, though. Even though I felt like, oh, like, whatever, Bills, like, we, we came back and it was a good game, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I honestly prefer ugly wins over moral victories. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, that was a total lie I told myself last Sunday. Oh, this was a good good moral victory. No, that's fucking bullshit. Um, it should be 4-0 right now. I'll take the ugly yeah. win. And shout out, dude fucking Jalen Ramsey 105 million dollars mm. fucking 
Dude, worth it. I know him and him and Golden, Golden Tate. Golden Beach Tate. <laughs> have a whole backstory. Weird backstory, which I'm not, I don't know, I don't know, dude. It's not, it sounds like a Maury kind of thing. Uh, but well, basically, Jalen Ramsey said, fuck this shit, fuck you, and what's up? And it's just in like, I was like, I follow like a chat Ocho Cinco, and he was like, dude, this is like that tackle that he made on Golden Tate late in the fourth. It was like, dude, that is a textbook tackle. Grabbed him, made sure he wasn't, there wasn't any forward progress. Drove right through him. And then there was a little scuffle. I don't don't really know about the scuffle. I mean, I saw it late. I was like, oh, damn. I really hope no one gets suspended. I mean, they would have suspended him. I know, but they would have suspended by now. That's what I think. I mean, it's already going to be Thursday, tomorrow. Um, I guess throw a fine. He got. He just got a hundred five million dollar contract. He can afford it. Um, he's like, shit. Let me go on a bring. <laughs> so, I mean, he's just been performing. He's been performing. I know that's really easy to say because, like, oh, you want to validate his contract, but like, dude, he's been performing. He's been performing. He's been laying good hits. He nearly caused that fumble that wasn't ruled a catch um, against Dallas. He it, it, basically this- stopped the whole side of the field getting passed on. This is what this is what um I think about. Every corner is gonna get burnt. Every corner is gonna get burnt. They're, the the talent at the wide receiver position in the NFL is fucking absurd. But the fact that like New England has done it with um uh, Gilmore, that that dude can shut down at least a quarter to a half of the field, and and New England has created a bunch of no names into a great defense or maybe above average defense to the fact that you're going to tell me that you have the best D lineman in the game and you over here and have one of the top corners to shut down a corner, a quarter to half and your, your defense is not going to be above average. Come on, dude. It's not that hard. And guys are stepping up, and it, that's what it is. Guys are stepping up. Jalen Ramsey is doing what he's supposed to do. The best thing for me that I like about Jalen Ramsey, he fucking comes up and hits. He hits. Yeah, there's no, there's Peters, no soft touches. Yeah, Marcus Peters was a great coverage corner. But when it comes down to, into the fucking run defense, dude cannot fucking tackle. Well, he didn't he get – I think he got his first sack of his career – Last week, um. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of Raven. Dude, I don't watch a lot of Raven football. No, um, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, maybe. Jane, yeah. So, yeah. um, a little fun fact. But, but, but the thing is that, like, from what I've seen, at least this game, they're not. They're he's shadowing their number one receiver, Golden Tate, or whoever they want him to shadow. But also, it's that back defensive group. It's so many. So many names, and it's not all solid. It's not like all oh, oh he's gonna play on the right side all the, the whole game or whatever. You're talking about you're throwing out Hill, you're throwing out Ramsey. Then you have all the safeties with John Johnson, Raft, and then a Fuller, that rookie, and all these guys are just coming in and contributing. So it's like when when teams go out five wide, it's like dude, no problem. Like yeah. line up in the line up in the middle, line up wherever you need to line up. It's whatever. So they're all over the place. And that just gives you so many schemes where now you can bring Ramsey off the edge and people aren't going to see it. 
Yeah, yeah. I love it. Ugly wins. I'll take it. They got... Um, I know we tried to do this last week, but we'll preview um, they got a Washington football team, right? So they got Washington football team who just benched their uh, Dwayne Haskins. They just yeah, there's a little Haskins. story behind that. Like there's, well, not a story, but the whole issue with um, Haskins and honestly not believing in Haskins. Or the uh, or Ron Rivera not believing in Haskins. I think I don't think I mean granted I'm not he's not texting me right now but I'm sure he'll let me know somewhere else. Um, Hector, uh, Rivera, not Hector, Ron Rivera, <laughs> Ron um, Rivera. I think it, I think it's more like not just not believing in Haskins. I would just assume that hey you know what I got my guy sitting on the bench, and I have I just he's just my guy and I have more faith in him. I think that's yeah. more. I think it's more of that. I mean granted like. Like, granted, he's like, I came to this team and you're the number one, so I got to give you the chance. But I don't test me because the first chance to pull you out, I will and put my guy in there, you know? He did. And that, that's what it is. And, again, Washington, I don't know who was giving them. Well, maybe just because they're in the NFC East, maybe they had playoff aspirations. And honestly, they still have a shot. <laughs> they still have a shot. Hey, one win they might still... put them to the top. Shit. <laughs> you know, they still have a shot. Um, honestly, for me, I'm, I'm pulling for, for Kyle Island to take a shit. And I want to see Alex Smith again, dude. I don't know. That would be a great. Smith. That's I'm a great sorry. story. He, I, he's an above average quarterback. Like, people, don't, people forget this. When he did get hurt, he had that team in first place. He had that team rolling. So... I mean, hopefully he can get back out there. That'd be great. Um, but talking about NFC East, they all kind of suck. Well, they imagine this. Oh. So we were just talking. I was just uh, talking to LeBron. <laughs> and she was like, a tie is basically a loss. Yeah. Pretty and much. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> but, then, but then the tie helped the Eagles go to number one because they don't have three losses like everybody else. True, true. I'm like, so I'm like, it's kind of... It, it, it basically is like this. You're at the bottom, but you're not the last one on the bottom. <laughs> so there's a pile of shit, but you're the one on top of the pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Like, that's is, all it is. I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, we can... I mean, I think that's enough. I guess the East talk. I, yeah, I, I felt, I felt a little gross. I felt a little gross. A little yeah. trashy. Um <laughs> so I mean we will preview we'll preview a little bit uh preview a little bit more of that Rams Washington football team which I hope they figure out the name situation because it's just kind of weird to call them a Washington football team. Um let's jump right into dude baseball Dodgers breaking news if you it. haven't heard it. Um we're two up two up against Padres trying to close out tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully next time we get on air that they're heading to the NLCS. Yeah, fucking Jansen just gave me high, high blood pressure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far in these playoffs, dude. Like, hey, finished, um, won the wild card in two games. You're looking great coming out. I mean, except until when Jansen came in, gave you a little scare. But, yeah, like, this is what I mean. Like, hey, you you got – you kind of have the bullpen and, like, I mean, you just throw – like, you have guys that can pitch. And that's a really big benefit um, come playoff time. The only thing that I 
Um, I am okay with Roberts doing and bringing in Jansen because he had a three-run lead. Technically, when it's a three-run lead, three-run lead, it's not a save opportunity. It's two or less. So whatever, it wasn't a save opportunity. He fucking blew it. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, the first two batters, he got him out super fast, whatever. Dude, no, like, you're supposed to be this lockdown closer. You can't get it done. That's what it is. There's no – at this point, we cannot be going off fucking names. We don't can't be going off anything, dude. If Bellinger would be in a slump and he wouldn't hit this home run today and he would just fucking in the shitter, I'd be like, fuck it, pull him, throw Kiki out there, dude. The fact is that it's the playoffs. These are must-win games every game. Um, their offense is, is great. I mean, their pitching's good. Um, and like, but sure like you little... said, it's they're gonna be must-win games. And when you have, and this is like a kind of the frustrating part. It's like, and because I, I don't know, if, I might know it happens to a lot of teams, but I just feel like it happens to the Dodgers a lot, where they just give up leads late. Like they give yeah. up leads late and it's not like oh six inning it's like eight nine Nine. and it's just kind of frustrating because it's just like like dude you're almost there like why and like you're supposed to be right there and it's not like it's not like basketball it's not like football where it's like oh well you're still gonna throw your next your best guy out there next game you're not because you got to give your pitcher some kind of rest time unless obviously it's like a game seven you're like fuck it throw your arm off you got some time to recover yeah well what I mean last year, what I guess was the issue was we didn't, we didn't quote unquote have quality arms in the bullpen, dude. You have quality fucking arms in this bullpen. You got some like, heat, no, dude. I've seen some triple digits, no, like there's and no it's not a shocker excuse. anymore. There's no excuse about like, oh, dude, who do we bring in? Batantis, like, dude, and like you threw Urias for two innings yesterday. I think he threw in for two innings. Yeah, two or three, yeah. Two two innings. So it's like the reason you keep him to two innings is the fact that you don't want to wear him down so you can bring him in for an inning if you need him to. Obviously, you're not going to throw Dustin May today because you want to have him for tomorrow to start the game, which is fine. But guess what? You have so many other people where it's, it's just no excuse for Jansen to give up that lead if he has to me it's just like dude jansen has three those three batters somebody gets on base you're done dude i'm pulling you that's it there's none of this anymore of like hey it's jansen he'll get it nope fuck california love comes on and you know what's all no like that was super cool like four years ago yeah like like but you might want to fucking change the song you'd be like fuck (laughs) you know like i don't know something that says hey it's gonna be fucking real don't be nervous time right now. I mean, I mean, and like, I really don't mean like this is not like last segment. It's not like let's shit on Jensen for like 15 minutes, but it's just no. it, it, it is a little frustrating. It's a little like on the moment, and we've seen this give up super leads, and it is a little it's, bit of like, dude, I, I just have a soft spot for Kershaw because I'm like, bro, you have leads and you people give them up, and then you get the loss and you get the blame, right? Um, well, I mean, see, here's the thing. The reason why I say we can shit on Jansen, it's because he's going to give up that lead and he's going to get the loss. And 
he's still going to go cash in his check and cash all those millions. So that's why I think we have the right to shit on them because, dude, we are the ones that are suffering where it's like, dude, like, you have one job and you can't do your job and you're getting well, 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 well rewarded for that well, shit. Well, again, I, I don't never really care about the money because I'm just not my money, but I'm really good at spending the Dodgers' money. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's just like kind of like, dude, you're this one, mil for Lindor next year. I would love it. Um, it's just kind of like you have like what Jensen has like maybe two pitches, maybe three, and he I'm has like, one. Like one. He has one pitch, and he has nice. a so-called a so-called changeup. But it's like, dude, no. Like they were talking about it today, how he's a converted catcher, and the reason they converted him to a pitcher is because they're like, dude, you can't hit for shit. And you throw really hard. So, like, <laughs> let's make you a picture. Together. Um, yeah, like, you I mean, can't like, for shit. Well, that's the annoying part. It's just kind of like, we do just one inning. Like, one inning, you get all three of them out, and you have some insurance to do it. Yeah. But it's just kind of like you don't do it, and it's just like kind of – it's just like – like, bro, I already have a lot of anxiety in my life. I don't need this one, too. Well, to, to <laughs> me, it's just more of, like, I don't, like, somebody, like, I'm pretty sure tomorrow Mason's going to be like, oh, my God, it's fine. We got to the inning, Jansen, still Jansen, whatever, blah, 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 right? Like, to me, that's that's not okay. That At some point, we got to be like, hey, we got to move on from this. Last year, it was a whole thing about, oh, my God. Bueller's going to get game one and Kershaw's going to get game two. Oh, my God. Like, how could they do that to Kershaw? How could they do that to Kershaw? My like, dude, like, at some point, somebody's better than you. Yeah. It's not saying it's not saying that you're trash. And it's not, it's no. That, and it's not like a ceremonial thing like the All-Star game, right? It's not like. It, it, dude, there's not. Like, they're games. They're games. Every, everybody wants to talk about being a team player. But then they want to focus, or at least media does, or they want to make a huge deal. Of, oh my God, Kershaw didn't get game one. Or oh my God, they went to they went to Joe Kelly to close the game instead of Jansen. Like, what's going on? Like, did they lose their confidence in Jansen? Like, well, yeah, no shit. Have you seen him throw? I <laughs> know. Like, <laughs> are you not watching this? This is why I don't really care about media and boats. I'm like, because yeah, I'm always I, like, I are you not not watching the games? I know, granted, there's yeah, like a shit ton of games, but like. If you're gonna say well, something, I'm not, watch, just watch the games. I'm not saying I'm not just saying media, but then then it just comes out of like, oh, Jansen's like unhappy in his role now or whatever. And it's like, dude, everybody wants to talk about oh, team player, team player. We just want to win. We just want to win. All right, if we just want to win, then just shut the fuck up <laughs> and fucking play. Or like do like whatever if, the coach, the manager tells you. Like yeah, if the if the coach tells you, hey, dude, you're gonna be the eight eight, eight inning guy, eighth inning guy now, and or maybe the seventh inning guy, and maybe they should bring in Jansen in the seventh inning and be like, hey, like, you're going to give us one solid inning. And if you can't, guess what? We still have two innings just in case you fuck it up. <laughs> where we can, we have like, you know, multiple at bats where we can get those runs back. Like, you can't do that shit in the ninth inning where it's like, dude, okay, fucking great. We're down to three outs now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> No, I mean, I know, I know. So, I mean, at least... like the recipe is not that hard. 27 outs, dude. Just get 27 outs. <laughs> How do you get them? I don't give a shit. Like, 
Dude, if you want, can you get to come in there and pitch a couple innings? Fuck it. And he can get one of the outs. We've seen it work. <laughs> He's done it before. <laughs> um, so Dodgers up 2-0. Hopefully again next time you hear from us. We're talking about an LCS. Um, ideally, LCS. I would love to see uh, the Marlins. I mean, I just like, I just for the sake of like, I don't know if they'll get there, but just for the sake of, bro, you don't belong anywhere near this, but because of the <laughs> season, like, like, I love it. Like, fucking roll with it, roll with it. Um, oh, dude, dude, just think about this. If the Marlins get to NLCS or to the championship, right? A yeah. year ago, everybody was trashing Derek Jeter for just so, literally having a fire sale <laughs> selling all the and good just guys to Yankees. selling everybody, dog. <laughs> like, ev- dude, that dude is the definition of getting pennies on the dollar, dude. <laughs> like, dude, he's like, hey, you want to give me that 35-year-old no-name? Cool. Fuck you. We'll take him. Take this <laughs> young stud. Like, literally, Man, he was maybe. having a fire sale. That would be awesome if the Marlins can get there. Um, but honestly, for me, I want the Braves, dude. I want Acuna. I want him to talk. I want him to do all that shit. Like, I want these big names. I like Tatis. Like, that that home run that that Bellinger robbed them. I Nobody's talking shit because Tatis hit it, stirred that shit down. He brought it back. That's, that's baseball, dude. That's great to be like, show one up each other because it's, it's all fun and games. It's it's exciting. Um, no, I love it because like, baseball, it, dude, it's a sport. It's like everybody's, yeah. it's a fucking kids game, dude. Like you go yeah. have fun and these big ga- these big names, especially the Latin American big names are having fun. Lindor looks, bro, I want to play with him, right? Mike Trout, I mean, he's probably who teach me more than anybody else can teach me, but I mean, I don't think I'll have a lot of fun. I mean, I don't like even you know then, I mean? like, dude. I even then, I don't like. What can Trout teach me? They say, like, dude, I don't have your speed. I don't have your power. <laughs> I don't have your range. Like, you just one of a kind, bro. Like, and then you just are who you are. And then Lindor's gonna crack a few jokes with you, right? Um, yeah. so. His sister's hot. <laughs> uh, so I saw that documentary. Are, are, I saw that documentary. It was actually really good. It was like, uh, yeah, I love Lindor. The fact that he was in the minors. With all his family from Purdue to Miami, I was like, dude, I know you weren't making shit in the minors. Yeah. Good job for you. Like, he deserves that big contract. Again, hopefully, future Dodger. You know, like I said, like I said, really good at spending the Dodgers' money. And I would say you should, I'll spend it on the door. Um, I'm, I'm going to check if they're having a job opportunity for assistant GM. <laughs> Maybe they just post it up, you know. You never know. Uh, we we'll check out what is it, Indeed or whatever. I'll um, check Indeed. <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> looking for a sponsorship, Indeed. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is Sports and Bendies. Uh, shout out to the new listeners. We got a few of them. I'm glad. Um, support the BS, you know. Yeah, support the BS pushing. Uh, or SP, right? Uh, yeah. So this is Sports and Fendies. Um, follow us on whatever. Follow us on whatever. Remember, be safe, wear your mask, and, you know, hey, do uh, what you want to do. Yeah, be safe, wash your hands. And I'm going to say, I don't, I, uh, real fast, I don't really know about this, like, whole mask thing. Like, granted, are they the most comfortable thing ever? No. But put a hat on, sunglasses, nobody recognizes you. I love it.
Hell yeah. <laughs> if you're so, gonna go you can go anywhere near your old high school. If your gym, if your gym just opened up again and you just don't want to talk to anybody, bro, shaved inside, I'm cool with it. I ain't gonna say shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, this first and Fendi's, we're out. We're out. See you guys later. Peace. <laughs>